Welcome to episode, what the hell are we on? 17. 17 assholes. Yes. Of the Throwdown Thursday podcast. My name is Patrick Rahal. I am Patsy the Angry Nerd. With me today is the real housewife of Transylvania, my wife, my better half. Emphasis on the better. Hello, darling. How are you? Oh, I'm doing all right. I'm having a blast here at Rock and Shock. And, yeah, uh, yeah, we are recording live from Rock and Shock right now, which is fantastic. If you're if you're not here, you are missing out. Yeah, and you are definitely. Uh, this isn't a be here or be Arthur thing because you're not even be Arthur if you're not here. I love be Arthur. I don't know why you keep saying that. Like, okay, I, if I can be here or be Arthur, I pick be Arthur. That actually originated from a meme that I made because a couple of years ago we had a Deadpool themed birthday party for Patrick. So uh, we, I created this whole like party uh, Facebook group, and I was just creating memes to post in the in the group just to kind of get people excited. And so that's where I, I made a meme that had be Arthur on it, and it said be there or be Arthur because Deadpool has a thing for B. Arthur. Yes. So that, that's where that Who came from. Who doesn't have a thing for B. Arthur? I know, right? B. Arthur. Dorothy Spornak. Oh, oh, oh my goodness. Yes. Maud. Let's get some mod action going. Some B. Oh. Arthur. I love B. Arthur. Yes. So for those of you who don't recognize that voice, that is the... Uh, for those of you with a life. Yeah. <laughs> the most popular host of the Elm Street Kids Movie Club. Depends on who you ask. <laughs> if you don't ask Dynamo. Yes, yeah. The 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 the, the, the majority. Miss Stephanie Wiley. Hey guys, are you having fun? Oh, yes, having are you? Having the very best time. Yes, it's super awesome. And Can I just say, and Stephanie's here. Like she's here. I'm she's really live. here in person. Like I she's she's in Massachusetts right now. It's oh, amazing. Oh, Patrick touched me. Oh, she's, assault! She's not, assault! She's not a ghost. <laughs> she's not a hologram. I Call just want to make sure. <laughs> so one of the things that we've been doing today. And oh, wait, uh, hold up, hold up. Oh, we're missing someone. Wait, hold are up. we? Wait. Hey. I didn't miss. I didn't notice. She's usually very quiet. What? Agent Nicole. <gasps> You're right. Oh my goodness. Agent Nicole is currently not at the booth. Agent Nicole is currently out giving spankings and showing people the th- th- thong removal dance. So, yes, it's very it's very important to know how to hula out of a thong. Yes. So that is where she is at the moment. Um, but yeah, what we're uh, what we're doing today is we're trying to get some input from some folks. Uh, about their favorite ladies of horror. Because we are surrounded by some very excellent people with some very awesome opinions. So, um... Something just th- came flying. I know. I have no idea what that was. Oh, you know what? One of my earrings just came. You know, the the, the things I do for podcasting. Your I'll wine earring. It. Oh, my I God. I know. I know. I'm currently wearing earrings that are wine glasses. Not not full wine glasses. You know, not that like legit awesome. like wine glasses. But I'll find it. I'll find it. It's not a big deal. All right. Um, so, anyways... <laughs> Yeah, we are. Uh, you can't hear him, but we are joined by uh, Johnny Wolfenstein. He is going to be. Uh, I see him doing a posthumous post-production. He'll yes. be dead. He's he's well, going to be responsible for making us sound. I just good, thought it looked so. good. It's, I liked the sound of the alliteration. It'll be after we finish recording. I'm breaking all my podcasting rules, wearing pants the whole time. I know. I, know. This is weird. I, I currently do not have she's wine not, right now. That's so weird. No, that's not so true. Weird. What? You do have wine. Well, I'm, I'm not currently not having a beverage. True. But it's not wine for us. It's wine for our two guests right here. This is true. We are also joined, in addition to Miss Stephanie Wiley, by the Her host. better half. 
of Talk Without Rhythm, the mighty El Goro. I object to that statement. Clearly, you are my better half, Miss Wiley. I'm the smaller half. There it is. Okay, children, stop arguing. You're you both fucking each, great. You are each each other's better halves. <laughs> we'll take it. Yes, that'll work for me. Yeah, I'll allow go. that one to settle. <laughs> and uh, this is the first time uh, that we have in person met both Miss Wiley and El Goro. Yeah. And it's been uh, awesome. First time coming on Throw, uh, Throwdown Thursday, too. Yeah. yeah. Not the last time. Not though. the last time. we got an episode lined up. Yes, yes. we do. Looking and forward I'm to it. Very, very excited yes, for that. Very I'll be sending excited. you some comic books. Excellent. Ooh. So what we're doing today is, uh, like I said, we're talking about our favorite ladies of horror. And uh, as we are talking ladies, uh, ladies first, uh, Miss Wiley. Whether She's it's good. an actress or a character, uh, who is your favorite lady of horror? She's going to take mine. I know it. Uh, I mean, I could go for the I could go for the obvious answer. The low hanging fruit. The, uh, she's never a low hanging fruit. She's the baddest bitch. Uh, of course, everyone loves Ellen Ripley, and she's no stranger to my heart, as everyone knows. Uh, I think though, my actual favorite woman of horror, specifically, because sometimes I count Alien to be on that fringe line of horror and sci-fi, mm-hmm. but simply horror is uh, Heather Langenkamp. Oh, that's yes. a good one, yeah. I love Nancy desperately. I love everything that Nancy goes through, uh, her whole thing against Freddie, her whole thing against her parents, just trying to be a teenager and trying to get through. Uh, and Wes Craven is a master, and I think he actually he wrote so well for a teenage girl, which couldn't have been easy for a grown man. Uh, but he wrote and directed her so well, and just I love Nancy desperately. Uh, she's always going to be that one for me that's always right there. Um so yeah, she's probably my favorite lady of horror. Excellent. So, and because you uh, were kind enough to do an interview, you get to pick a number out of the prize bucket, and you get a prize. I'm a little wary of sticking my hand into a pink pumpkin, but I kind of like where this is going. I, <laughs> I did. I did remove the mouse trap. That was just for Bobby Chains. <laughs> Poor Bobby Chains. He's so drunk he wouldn't have felt it. <laughs> he kind of liked it. Hey, what kind of paper is this? It's like all wood. <laughs> Isn't this what they make paper out of? <laughs> I got an early one. Oh, believe it or not, Stephen King fans, I got 19. <gasps> Ooh. Oh, I like it. So number 19, 19 number nine, number is 19. the Nightmare Before Christmas mystery pop. Ooh. So this is exciting. Know. Look at that. I don't know what's Ooh. inside there because it's, oh my it's, it's, it's called a mystery pop. I have to open it now, right? Yeah, live oh, yeah. unboxing. So we have a live unboxing. She's uh, attempting to... Tear the plasticish cellophane. Yes, let me narrate my activities here. I am navigating the plastic while attempting not to break a nail, and then remembering that I'm wearing gel polish, so ain't nothing breaking here. Right. So digging in, tearing it apart. Mm-hmm. Oh, I found the corner, prying it open slowly. Oh, it looks like you didn't get the golden ticket, but I bet that makes the chocolate taste terrible. Mm. I got a so golden sad, ticket. That part. <laughs> I got a golden ticket. We actually just saw that at the drive-in a couple weeks I ago. I saw it at the drive-in as well. There's a little yeah. black bag. I'm pulling it out. Oh, black bags are always good. Except when they keep putting it over my head. <laughs> that was one time. Mm-hmm. Ooh. <gasps> it's one of the trick-or-treaters. Oh, my God. You got yeah. Barrel. I did. I got Barrel. He's so oh. charming with his little sucker. This is super cute. Thank you guys so much. Well, thank you for answering our question. I win. I win. I win. I win. I win all weekend. Yeah. (laughs) So, Gore, uh, 
Same question to you, your favorite there, lady of horror. There are definitely a lot of them. The one that I keep going back to is somebody, somebody who was kind of breaking the stereotype in horror films, and that was Claire Higgins as Julia Cotton in Hellraiser Ooh. 1 and 2. Yes. Mostly just because it's rare in horror films to see a woman be the antagonist. But because this is a Clive Barker story, we get to see her go through an entire transformation. That the motivation behind her is, in a very Barkian terms, the, des- the thrill of flesh and the yep. desire for sensual satisfaction. And what I love of her from the transition from Hellraiser 1 to Hellraiser 2, the first film, she is very much the victim. Even when she's luring men into their deaths, she's still being manipulated by Frank, or more specifically, manipulated by the sensual pleasures that Frank represents. So we get a very different aspect of her character when we transition into Hellraiser 2, where she becomes the full-on Cenobite queen. As she says to Kirsty in the course of this, I've changed the uh, fairy tale on you. I'm no longer the w- wicked stepmother. I'm the evil queen. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it was so good. She is such an incredible actress, and she is a truly terrifying character. In a movie that's filled with sadomasochistic demons from hell, one of the most terrifying uh, characters in the Hellraiser 2 is uh, Julia. I uh, completely agree. Yes. Yeah. That was a hell of a good uh, explanation. So now you get to... Uh, I get to stick, stick my hand. Stick yeah. your hand in the, there. Uh, the pink bucket. Let's see. What do I got? The pink pumpkin bucket. There we go. I have... Oh, how, how perfect is this? Eleven. Eleven. Oh, <laughs> eleven. eleven. What was your name? Eleven. Eleven. <laughs> what the hell is it? I'm trying to find... There we go. It is the... Spock Star Trek car air freshener. Oh, look at that. Is the live long and prosper hand sign. There you go. Everybody needs a little Spock in their lives. Indeed. Mm. Now you your, uh, your vehicle will smell like logic and uh, lack of emotion. So it should smell like nothing? Just, you know. A, a, a devoid of all scents and odors. Oh. They didn't really think this through, did they? Not really, <laughs> no. <laughs> so apparently logic smells like vanilla. Yes. I, oh, guess, okay. I guess that kind of makes sense. It does. It's just plain... Nothing flashy yeah. about it. Nothing too much. It's, it's only there. logical. Only logical. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Well, I know you guys are uh, looking to continue to roam around the convention, so thank you very I much for stopping things. by. Thank you guys yeah, for having us on. Th- well, thank you for answering our questions. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah. It's yeah. such it's a very pleasure. Awesome. We'll be seeing you soon. Absolutely. Yeah, now get the fuck out of here. Bye-bye. <laughs> love you. <laughs> Bye, guys. See you guys. <laughs> so that was, uh, that was pretty awesome, having uh, these guys swing by. It's so amazing to finally meet certain people in person. These two, Al Goro and Stephanie Wiley, are just absolutely lovely. Yes. Absolutely lovely in They're person. Like, I can't delightful. say I can't say enough nice things about them. They are just uh, just wonderful. And you know, I, I listen to uh, talk without ryth- rhythm with El Goro. Jesus Christ, I can't talk. I've been uh, I was awake at like till like what six o'clock. We've, I'm running on like two. I'm running on like two hours of sleep and no wine right now. We've so, had six you know, hours of sleep with for this entire bear convention. with me, people. Um, we are we are joined now uh, by a frequent contributor to Unchained. Uh, Mr. Kyle Bachman. Bark, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing pretty good, guys. Thanks for having me on for a few oh, minutes. Yeah, thanks for uh, stopping by and uh, we know you're you're a big horror fan and I do enjoy the horror films from now and now and then. So our question is the same to you as it has been to everybody else. Who is your uh, favorite lady of horror? Whether it's a character, actress, you know, anybody specific? 
Who's your favorite? Well, one of my favorite movies in general and one of my favorite horror movies is Alien. So I'm going to have to go with Sigourney Weaver. Nice. Because she is a badass in that and especially Aliens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, and is just fantastic. That's a that's a hell of a choice. And it's funny. We just had yeah. Stephanie on and she... Stephanie Wiley just said the same thing. So oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, you have that in common. <laughs> yeah, the one thing. <laughs> yeah, the one, the one thing you guys can agree on is that Ellen Ripley and Sigourney Weaver are awesome. Yes. I, named, I named my cat after Ellen Ripley. Nice. Did you really? Yeah. That's amazing. The Ellen or the Ripley part? Ripley. Well, I call her bossy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Bark, because you came over to, you know, to chat with us, you get to uh, stick your hand in the pink pumpkin and pull out a, a number. Oh, nice. Excellent. And uh, you'll go. win a prize. Ten. Number ten. What is number ten? Number ten is a Walking Dead minifigure, and Ooh, I don't know what it is fancy. because it's sealed up. It's one it, of those. Is like, it this guy right here? Nope. No. It's oh. this one. Oh. Oh. So I have no idea that. what it is. I'll have to have to find out right now. I think. Yeah. If I can get it open. I think you can do it. I have faith in you. I believe. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Mind over matter. I was gonna say, just bite the corner; it'll rip right off. <laughs> that doesn't taste good. <laughs> See, but oh, you got it though. Go. You there got we it go. though. You ate half of it, but you <laughs> yeah, got it. So, that was awful. Let's see. Let's see, what it do we is. got? Well, you have to yeah. assemble it yourself. What, the fuck? what? <laughs> kind of shit is that? Looks like Rick, though. Yeah, Rick Grimes. You got, oh. you got uh, dismembered Rick. Yeah, he's not he's not fully assembled. Is that foreshadowing? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> he's going to get mangled and beat up and now they got to uh Yeah, is he going to be one of the characters who everyone riots if he gets killed? Yeah. Probably not. I, I don't think so. I think we're kind of over Rick Grimes at this point. Yeah. This yeah. isn't a democracy. It's a Rick Tatorship. <laughs> yeah, Carl. <laughs> Coral. Coral. <laughs> Where's your ma, Carl? Damn oh, yeah. it, Coral. <laughs> Judith, you're too young to know this, but you killed your ma. <laughs> I've been trying to fill that void with every piece of ass I can find. Remember that blonde girl? Yeah, her first, and then Michonne. And my wife was a bitch. She sucked so bad. Actually, yeah, she was just awful. Remember the time she flipped the, she flipped the car and no one else was on the road because it's the zombie apocalypse? She just flipped the car off the road for no good reason. Well, she got She's mad when Rick killed Shane even though Shane tried to kill him. Yes. You remember Some the time she shit. was banging Shane? That that sucked. <laughs> that was my least favorite part of the show. Well, Bark, thanks for stopping by. Yeah, thanks thank for having me, so guys. Much. Good, was good cool. finally meeting you guys in person. And you as well. Absolutely. The show is great. Thank you. Everyone thank loves you. it. Thank I enjoy you. uh, your appearances on should. Unchained. Yes. Yeah, have a good time with you guys. Yeah. Have a good one, guys. All right, take yeah, care, go, buddy. Go, go enjoy the rest of the convention. I'll try. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> we got to... Uh, we just had somebody so, just... So we're asking other people this question. Patsy, who's your favorite woman of horror? Uh, my favorite woman of horror, I mean, aside from you. Aww. Um, I don't know. It's it's a, That's a really tough question. Like, I haven't really uh, spent a lot of time thinking about it, but... You know, I think I might say, uh, I mean, Ripley's an easy choice, a low-hanging fruit, but um, although she's not a low-hanging fruit, according to Stephanie. Um, I am going to go with uh, Ashley Lawrence. Um, she played uh, 
Kirsty Cotton in uh, Hellraiser and Hellraiser 2. I thought she was uh, completely badass, you know, taking on the Cenobites, tricking them, beating them at their own game. I thought that was awesome. I agree. That, that's a good choice. We, uh, before we get to yours, I think we're going to save yours for last. Oh, save, saving the best for last, of course. We just had uh, somebody return over to the booth. Uh, Mr. Jar Jar Blinks uh, is uh, over here now. And uh, let's see if I can get his attention. I might have to throw something at him. Mr. Jar Jar Blinks, would you like to uh, have a seat and uh, join us for a moment? Awesome. There we go. Yeah. We got it. What's going on? How are we doing, buddy? I'm wonderful. How are you? I'm doing well. It's nice to actually uh, meet you for the first time. I know, right? It's so weird. Like, it's really nice to put names to faces. Yeah, there's been a lot of that going on. Like, El Goro. Like, I I expected El Goro to have long hair, and I was kind of (laughs) disappointed. Well, he does on the front of his face. Yeah. 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 Well, I expected that, but I also thought there was going to be, like, a Charles Manson vibe to him for some reason. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I could. that's just what I assumed, and I was wrong. It's, it's all right, you know. Kind of bummed, but <laughs> El, El Goro's a disappointment. I'm <laughs> kidding. I love that guy already. Yeah, he's a, he's a wicked good dude. Yes. So you are in a uh, a a, uh, a big horror guy. Yes. You like you know I would pretty say much that. everything. Yeah. Sure. And, uh, well, why don't you tell the folks at, at home uh, who aren't familiar because this is your first time on the show. This is true. Why don't you tell them a little bit about what it is that you do? And, uh, you know, maybe plug some of your products. Doo-doo. <laughs> I said, you said doo-doo. I, I buy a lot of VHS tapes wherever I can find them. Um, big into horror movies, especially from late 70s to early 90s is kind of like my my jam. Yeah. Uh, I do like a lot of modern stuff as well. I think there's a lot of filmmakers that are doing really good stuff right now. Uh, and I just watch as much horror as I could possibly consume. Which is awesome. Yeah, yeah. I can't complain. That's why I'm here. I've, I've seen videos and uh, pictures of uh, your collection, and it's phenomenal. It's pretty awesome. It's impressive. I, I do not like to leave my basement. I don't blame <laughs> I, you. It's, I wouldn't either. It's tough. And uh, actually, there's a lock on the outside of the door, so my wife can actually lock me in the basement. And she So recently- when, you've, when you do something good? Yeah, I, well, when she doesn't want to deal with me, she could lock me in the basement, which is a kind of a win-win because right. I could just watch all the tapes that I want, make as much popcorn as I want, and I have a bathroom down there, so I really have everything you I You don't need. have to leave. Yeah, totally. You know, it's, and it's funny, when, when uh, my wife and I here first moved in together, I said, I need a man room, and she goes, yeah, because I need a place to send you when I don't want to see you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. See, we don't call it a man cave. We call it a nerd dungeon. There you Ooh. go. That's a good Ooh, one. I like yeah. that. Because yeah. not a man cave because I'm the exact opposite of a man. <laughs> uh, it's a, a nerd woman? dungeon because that's where I go to watch VHS tapes and play NES. We uh, we picked up a couple of uh, pretty decent VHS. Uh, one of the booths over here, we picked up uh, the Fly. Nice. I have a 60 millimeter print of that. Ooh, do you? Yeah, I do. Wow. And it's beautiful. And uh, when is this airing? Uh, um, this Thursday, this Thursday, the okay, twentieth. Actually, no, this Thursday coming up. Oh, yeah, the, all right, I'm good. Yeah. Um, well, this Tuesday night for everyone who's listening, you're going to miss it. But <laughs> at the Black Box Theater in Providence, Rhode Island, you will be able to see my print of The Fly on 60 millimeter, oh, along excellent. with a bunch oh, of short wow. films, including the new one that I wrote and shot within like two days. That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, yeah. All so right. uh, hop into your DeLoreans. And, totally. Uh, go back and check out 
Check out the the fly. Yeah, go back in time. Yeah. Or you guys will just arrange a big night to come over to Blinkbuster Video. Oh, yeah. And we could all just watch that print in my basement. That would be Projected phenomenal. onto VHS tapes. That would be that phenomenal. Would be, will, your, will your wife lock us in there? Uh, no, she'll probably be down there with us eating okay. popcorn and enjoying nice. the movie because she's nice. awesome. We'll bring wine and baked goods. Yes. I'm totally down with that. <laughs> My wife loves wine. She's uh, so does mine, and yes. she's, she's there. We a, go. She's a hell of a I don't, what's the word? Bakist. Bakist. See, my wife is really good at Jello shots. Ooh, that's oh, her thing. She is oh. like any theme. Like uh, for my birthday, she made popcorn Jello shots. So she took marshmallows and made them look like popcorn, oh, okay. and like dyed the color, and it was just. It was unreal. That's fantastic. Yeah, she's I, I think I love your wife already. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> I do too. I that's definitely good. know how to choose them. She's awesome. So, what we've been doing today and uh, over the last couple of days here at the convention has been asking folks uh, their favorite women of horror, because that's been our theme for the okay. podcast this month. So, you know, who is your favorite lady of horror? Could be an actress, could be a character. Uh, go for it. Adrian Barbo. Nice. nice. Straight yeah. up. Yep. No question about it. She was a very early crush of mine. Uh, probably back when I was seven years old, which is weird because she had that perm in Creepshow. Yeah. And that was kind of like my first introduction to her. But like between her and like that, The Fog. Mm-hmm. Uh, Love her in The Fog. What was it? Swamp Thing. Yep. Uh, she was just amazing. And something about her, just like she was a really, really strong character. Uh, even when she played Billy in Creepshow, she was like, she was that bitch that you just like, she was a bitch, but you loved her. Yes. yes. You know, she was a terrible person. Like, you felt so much compassion for Hal Hallberg being married to her. But, like, you still just wanted to hang out with her regardless. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if that says anything about it. But um, <laughs> the fog, like, I don't know. Her voice on the radio. Oh, she's amazing. Yes. She's amazing. Yes. Like, I love that lady. And she's a sweetheart. Like, I met her maybe two years ago at Rock and Shock, and she sold me this... Uh, she did a short film with John Lazar, which is the guy who played Z-Man in Beyond the Valley of the Dolls, okay. which is one of my favorite movies of all time. It's an excellent movie. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. And it was called uh, uh, Alice Jacobs is Alive or something along those lines. But it was a great short film. She was amazing. And like even to this day, whenever she acts, she's just fucking lights up the screen. I just mm-hmm. love her. She, on screen and off screen, her personality is just... Uh, you, you cannot match it. Yeah, she's fantastic. Yeah, so if I had if I had to say one, that would be her. Awesome, Adrian Barbo, which my dad used to call Adrian Big Boobs. <laughs> um, also understandable. Yeah, yeah, that's probably what contributed to the uh, seven year old crush. Totally. Yeah, she and she did a a few Playboy spreads. Yeah, where it was uh, it was good to look at. Let's let's put it that way. <laughs> it but, wasn't terrible. But her acting. Let's not even talk about that. Like. On just something that she brings to everything. Like, she is just, she almost seems like, like, in the same way that uh, Don Coscarelli cast Michael Baldwin in Phantasm and said, like, you're every boy, almost. You're, you're the boy next door. Yep. She's, like, the mom next door, but she's, like, just a little bit more sexy than that. Mm-hmm. She's the she's hot amazing. mom next door. She's yeah. the hot mom next door, you, you know. Go. Every seven-year-old fantasizes about the hot mom next door and that is adrian barbo excellent well seeing as how you stop by you get to reach your hand into the prize pumpkin the pink here we go what do we got 
What we got? Hold on. What's this? That is. I got a piece of paper. Yep. I win. Hooray. You <laughs> win something to write on. Lucky number seven. Lucky number seven. Do I win MZ's virginity? No. <laughs> I should. That's it actually that's not that number's not supposed to be in there because I was Raven Shadow's number yesterday. Somebody oh. put all our numbers back into the bucket. Oh my goodness, okay, redraw. Right. So we'll, we'll have a Do redraw. I win Raven Shadow? Yes. yes. Oh, where yes. is he? The prize is he around me? keeps on giving. No, right. I don't know where he went. <laughs> three. Three. All right. We have three. three. You get something you can hang on your balls. Well, you could. Well, yes. It is a Ghostbuster oh, door shit. hanger. Uh, this is awesome. And, you you know, that one side. Wow, that's all I had to do was talk about Adrian Big Boobs and I get yeah. yes. the Ghostbusters door knocker? Yeah. yeah. Love that. So, Love you guys. I'll, I'll be back next Thursday. <laughs> all right. That's awesome. <laughs> Thank you for stopping by. We How late are you guys here? Till, uh, we'll, uh, well, here we're here till the, the end. Yeah. There we go. Yes. I'll probably be here, too. All right. We'll see you around, Fantastic. I'm sure. Who, who do you got up next? Uh, well, I'm going to grab Monster Zero next. Oh, there we go. standing right there. Yeah. MZ, get over here, baby. You're next. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you. Thank you so much. Love you. <laughs> All right. We got, uh, got Monster Zero coming down here. Well, we figured since you were standing there, we'd just uh, invite you on over. And oh, Well, I appreciate that. And uh, this is your first time on the show, too. It is. Long overdue. Yes. I mean, we've had, you know, Johnny's there every day. You know, we've yeah. had Dynamo. We've had Raven Shadow. Mm-hmm. So, But not me. No, not what yet. The, what the hell gives? Well, we're working on it. We're working on it. We'll see if we can squeeze you in after El Goro's on. Wonderful. So you've been known to dabble in a little bit of horror. You know, you occasionally uh, watch a horror film or two. Mm-hmm. And uh, what we've been doing... Uh, well, first, let's you know for people who aren't familiar with you, uh, how can people find you? Who, how can people know who you are? Well, you can read my autobiography uh, from. They can uh, look outside their window and see him creeping on the inside. Sorry, I just had to get that. <laughs> in. Yes, you could just uh, look outside and you'll see me outside your window, balls ass naked. Nice. Oh, hey. Binoculars in hand. Oh, so that's yeah. you. That that's is you. Oh, okay. Shit, I think I just gave myself away. <laughs> Damn it. Now i got to think of something else. What I'm the sure hell am I going to do now? You're a clever guy. You'll come up with something. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, you can find me on Facebook, of course, if uh, if this is what you're referring to. Oh, no, like uh, how do people know you, like here at the convention, how do people know you? Oh, well, uh, I do work with uh, Trick or Treat Radio. Yep. Yes. You know, and I've uh, been doing that for the past four years. It's been a hell of a lot of fun. Uh, but before that, I've also been uh, working with Morbid Vision Films yes. uh, for the past 10 years, actually. And uh, they are here now. They're having a grand old time, you know. And um, I've also been uh, known to uh, write an article or two. I did an article for. Horrorhound Magazine. It's my one and only time. I've heard that. Yes, and uh, it might only be my one and only time from here on <laughs> out. You never know. But that was a long time ago, and uh, I, I, I did enjoy doing that. And, um, just from uh, just really just from the radio show and from the movies that I do with Brian Pollen and Morbid Vision Films. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. <clears throat> oh Jesus! Yeah, I'm starting to get sick or something. I don't. I don't. No, I haven't slept in like a week. So what we're doing today, and this might be an either a really easy or a really difficult question for you. Mm-hmm. 
we've been asking everybody since you know this is October and this is Rock and Shock. Uh, who is your favorite lady of horror? Now it could be an actress, it could be a character. Who is your favorite? And I know you have a huge library to choose from. So that's why I said it could be easy or it could be very difficult. Yeah, that is, that is, that is difficult, man. To, to When you're a horror fan, to break it down to one thing, you got to give it some thought, whether it's your favorite actor, favorite actress, favorite movie, favorite special effects artist, favorite director, favorite this, that, whatever. Favorite woman of horror. Hmm. Uh, pro- well, you know. Hmm. It's okay if you I, want, if you want to pull a dynamo and take a tie. No, no, no. I'm not going <laughs> to. Oh, of course he did. Of course he. Did. Well, no, he hasn't. But he. That's just what he does. That in is general. what. He, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that, that that is what he does. We haven't had him on yet to ask him. Um. You know. I would have to probably say. Hmm. I don't know. You know, this is really difficult. I would, maybe, maybe Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh, that's a good one. Yes. Maybe Jamie Lee Curtis. No one else has said that yet. We've gotten two Linnea Quigleys and two uh, Ellen Ripleys, but okay, no Jamie Lees. Yeah. Well, you know, Jamie Lee. She, I mean, when she started off early in her career, you know, she wasn't so sure about herself, and when she broke out and did Halloween, she was. When she was growing up, she was a very popular girl. She was a cheerleader, I, uh, from what I understand. And th- now she's playing this timid Laurie Strode character, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which she sold off very well. I mean, uh, of all the shit that I give uh, Halloween and its franchise, you know, I'm not going to say that Jamie Lee Curtis didn't put off a, a good performance because she did. Um, but as. as Everyone started associ- associ- associating with her, with her timidness, and uh, you know, and that and that followed through in uh, Halloween too. Even though she was a stronger character at that point, agreed. Um, then, then you got prom night where she, be- or the fog rather, where she's a hitchhiker. She's kind of a bit of a wise ass. So I, I yeah. Yeah, she sleeps with Tom Atkins like mm-hmm. within the first half hour, and uh, so so you could tell like uh, you know she was able to break out of that mold of of being such a timid character, and then when she did prom night, then she she became like very sexy and and all this other mm-hmm. stuff, and uh, and, and Terror Train as well, and uh, uh, she I think I think her. Her acting ability grew quite quite measurably uh, uh, in uh, in that short span, and uh, I think she carried herself very well in all those films. And um, and and I, I, I yeah, I would say I would say she's my favorite that's out of hell, all of them. That's a hell of a pick. That's fantastic. Yeah, I, I do have a small Jamie Lee Curtis story. Uh, up until about ten years ago. I had never seen Trading Places not on, like, USA or TNT. So that scene where she takes off her top, I didn't know existed. Oh, yeah. And I was like, why didn't I buy this movie so many years ago when I was a kid? Why didn't I do this? 
Well, what we've been doing, MZ, is we have been giving out prizes. So, oh boy. I would like you to stick your hand into my pumpkin, <laughs> and we'll see what, what kind of prize you get when you pull out your hand. Oh, okay. The Donald Trumpkin. <laughs> All right, let's take this one. Hopefully it's not a number that's already been picked, because that just happened a minute ago. Number nine. Number nine. What do you get? You get a Team Fortress 2 pin set. All right. Yeah, I figured you'd be excited by that. (laughs) You wouldn't believe it. Feel these nipples. (laughs) (laughs) Everything in here is random, so I have no idea (laughs) what you're going to get. Nice. Somebody yesterday got a, a, a string of soap ears. From uh, Walking Dead. Yes. <laughs> very good. Yes. Very good. <laughs> very good. Well, thank you very much. Oh, you're welcome. I totally deserve this. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, Especially the you, unicorn one. That's really cute. Right, right. Well, that, these. Well, you know what? I have a hat now that has a whole bunch of pins on it. So There you go. You I got this, and I got another eight at home, and I haven't put them on yet, so... There you go. go. They go on. <laughs> there you go. All right. Well, thank you. Well, thank, thank you, you for so uh, dropping by and uh, sure. spending some time with us. We thank appreciate you. it. Okay. No sweat. Thank you. We will definitely have you on for a couple of episodes in the future. I hope so, man. Uh, this has uh, been we fun. We need you on here. Yeah. All right, buddy. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks a lot. All right. Take care. All right. All right. Well, that was fun. All right. So we now uh, have officially had uh, everyone on the current Trick or Treat ri- radio roster. Uh, come pretty, join us and yeah, have fun with us. Exciting. Yeah, and uh, I was kind of hoping some more people would stroll by. I really, really wanted to, you know, call out to Jeremy Saffer as he was walking by and see if he wanted to join us for a moment. But sadly, we were uh, we were unable to do that. What are you uh, What are you looking for? I'm oh, still looking, looking for, your, for my earring. Your your earring, yeah, your wine earring. Yes. I don't know where the hell that went. I don't know. It's somewhere. I'll find it. I know I will. Maybe oh, you know what? I think that might I be I see it. Yeah, there. right there. Yeah, okay. We found it. We right. found the earring, everyone. All right, you guys can st- you guys at home can stop looking. We you, did you, find yeah, it. Yeah, you can sleep easy tonight. I found my earring. Thank you so much. Oh, let's see. Who do we have here? Hey, hey uh. So, I, I guess, uh, Patsy, we have, it's so weird calling you Patsy. but uh, Patsy. So, we have Ooh. been at the convention for a couple of days at this point. We've we walked have. around. We've seen some incredible things. We've met some amazing people. We have. Uh, what has been your favorite part of the convention so far? <sighs> that's, that's a tall order because we've had a lot of awesome things happen. Uh, I mean, you know, I enjoyed, you know, having our group costume yesterday. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, it was kind of weird seeing you dressed as a twelve-year-old boy, because I was still, uh, you know, for for you know, honestly, on. it was weird wearing that wig. I wore a wig, and it was black, and so my my, my natural pink color, you know, obviously didn't didn't completely. Stand, it, it was just weird. It was just weird. It was people it didn't was recognize really, us. Yeah, I shaved but, off my iconic beard, uh, and people that we have known for a long time. Didn't recognize us. Didn't know who we were. It was uh, it was crazy. It was so weird. Uh, I, I just it was an interesting. I mean, especially we we, we talked to uh, Trish Woldridge of the uh, New England Horror Writers on Friday night. We spent about half an hour chatting with her, and then all of a sudden, she uh, you know we see her the next day, and I say, "Hey, Trish, I really like your your dress." She had this really cool, like, red and black skull and rose pattern dress. And it was awesome. 
And then all of a sudden, she didn't know who I was. She's like, hey, thanks, all right, yeah. I didn't know who he was. That's true. It was so weird, so weird. He walked into the bathroom with a full beard, and then he walked out, and I'm like, who the fuck are you, and why are you in my apartment? Yeah. Although that, that's kind of like a normal um, reaction on a daily basis anyway. She's <laughs> like, ah. That's because, like, sometimes the the, uh, the mind control slash Stockholm syndrome starts to wear off a little bit. So I kind of have to, like, you know, use my uh, mind control rays on her. Sometimes if I forget, because I get I get really busy. So, and uh, you know, I don't I don't like to be super super busy, but uh, you know, because sometimes I for, I forget my mind control rays, and then yeah, so you know, so, so, so have you answered my question? No, not yet. Um, can, can you can you do that, please? I'm trying. Um, you know, seeing Jeremy McFarlane of Atomic Age Media get engaged at the the Deadites show—that yes, was, was pretty that was, fucking that was awesome. Amazing, yes. You know, brings they they brought them up on stage, and we had about forty people taking video. We had uh, Alexander and Jeanette uh, from Horror Maid uh, taking video of the whole Deadites show. So we got some professional video of the proposal, which is always awesome. Um, yeah, it was just it was I don't know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say probably meeting all these people that uh, I've only interacted with on Facebook. Uh, you know, chatting with Derek Rook yesterday, meeting El Goro, meeting Stephanie, even though she won't hug me. Um, she hugs me. I know. She hugs everybody but me. That's her, that's her thing. Um, you know, we got to meet uh, Josh Gravel of the uh, or Gravel. I'm not sure how he pronounces it. But Josh from the Arkham Film Society. That was awesome. We, uh, you know, we just had... Uh, Jared Blinkhorn on a little while ago. That was really awesome because uh, uh, you know I'd interacted with him a little bit on on Facebook and through the chat room on Trick or Treat Radio, and you know never actually met. It was great. It was really great. Um, well, what about you? What's your favorite moment? Because we got to wrap this up soon. So, what was your favorite moment? And then we'll close with your favorite uh, lady of horror. Uh, well, my my favorite moment so far of this convention has been. Um, so, like we said earlier, uh, the Throwdown Thursday podcast dressed up as the kids from Stranger Things on Saturday, and we walked around and had a really good time and took pictures with people, and it was it was just it was just fun. It was a lot of fun. Um, but one of the people who asked us for pictures was an actual like rock and roll photographer. His name is Jeremy Saffer. I am a huge fan of his work, and so being asked to. Uh, <laughs> being stopped and asked by Jeremy Saffer. He's like, hey, you guys look great. Can I take your picture? I'm like, yes. Thinking to myself, oh, my God, don't fangirl out. Don't fangirl out. Um, but it was that was just that was amazing. Aside from, you know, being able to meet and actually put a um, a face to a name and uh, a, 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 and actually, you know, being able to hear uh, people's voices for the first time uh, in person. That's fantastic. Being able to actually actually have face to face conversations with people was just absolutely wonderful. Um, but, yeah, I would have to say having my picture, you know, being stopped by Jeremy Saffer and having him ask to take our picture because he thought our costumes were just amazing. Um, that was definitely the highlight of my weekend so far. Yeah. And that's a guy who has, you know, his business card is a picture he took of Rob Zombie. Yes. Yeah. And he has done, uh, he 
takes pictures of a lot of my favorite bands. Uh, some of my favorite work of his are pictures that he has taken of my favorite band, which is Motionless and White. Um, he has just a very distinct style, and he's just absolutely wonderful. So if anybody is interested, his name is Jeremy, spelt just as you would think Jeremy is spelt. Um, Saffer, that is S-A-F-F-E-R. You can find him on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, his work is amazing, so look him up. He's just, I believe he's a local guy as well. He's out of Springfield. Um, so, yeah, get, you know, uh, if you're interested, have a look. His stuff is great. But, yeah, by, by far, that has been, like, the, the highlight of my weekend so far. Um, aside from, uh, we had the opportunity to kind of take to the floor of the convention yep. and ask people, uh, some of our friends, um, some of the vendors here at the Rock and Shock convention, uh, ask them the question of the day, which is who are who's their favorite woman of horror? And Gotten some good answers. That was really exciting, too. So we'll actually play that audio right now. Yeah, we'll, we'll cut to that. And, uh, you know, you'll get to hear all the different interviews we have, all the uh, background noise. Uh, shout out to Uncle Polly for the, his contrib- contribution to the background noise during the Bobby Chains interview. <laughs> But, yeah, there's, there's a lot of rambling incoherentness as well. But we left that in because we wanted you to have the authentic convention experience. So let's cut to that now. And uh, we'll be back right after this. So... We're here at Rock and Shock today, and uh, we're surrounded by deadites and reptiles, and uh, in some cases, those are the same things. Um, but we are here today with the lovely Miss Joanna, and we are asking her the first question of the convention, and that is, Joanna, who is your favorite lady in horror? Now, it could be an actress, it could be a character. It could be, you know, any one of those things. Just who is your favorite horror lady? This is where I lose. I don't really watch <laughs> horror movies. Well, you have to know somebody. Uh, I know Elvira, but I don't know. Does that count? Of course it counts. I like her. Um, then you got Bride of Frankenstein. You know? See, you got this. Yeah. See, that's easy. But this, I don't really watch them. But you still know some. I do, because of the lovely man that is my boyfriend, Jeremy Yes, we will, and I'm trying so hard right now to keep my teeth in. <laughs> yes, uh, we are dressed as the characters of Stranger Things today, and if you have been at the convention, you will know that. Uh, Nicole has blacked out uh, a couple of her teeth, like one and a half teeth. I got it. We got We have a costume contest soon, so I'm gonna really go full out, and half my teeth will be missing. And it's a weird, like, gummy, tacky uh, stuff that fits on her teeth and kind of blocks them out. Somebody thought it was so, real. Yeah, a couple people thought it was real. So, Ashes, have you got anything to say? I am currently dressed as a 12-year-old boy. And I am dressed as an 11-year-old girl. 
got Michael Ravenshadow right here. Michael Ravenshadow, how are you doing? Oh, I'm Bombaleo. I'm flowing. We're here at Rock and Shock 2016. And I'm very excited, Pat. So we're asking, uh, we're asking folks uh, uh, one question. Fair. And that question is, who is your favorite lady in horror? It could be an actress. It could be a character. Who is your favorite horror lady? I gotta say, if you're gonna put uh, put me up against the wall, I gotta say uh, Linnea Quigley. Oh, that's a solid pick. Solid pick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Return of the Living Dead and a whole bunch of other stuff. Uh, no, she's my girl, dude. Night of the Demons. Oh, wow. uh, I watched that the other day, and uh, I saw somebody bent over showing their ass, and I was like, yep, that's Linnea Quigley. Haven't seen her face, but I know that's Linnea Quigley. So. Yeah. There was definitely a significant chafing uh, in the cable broadcast of the late '90s. So yeah, yeah, that was uh, that's kind of her call, you know, her her claim to fame is uh, she'd run around and take all her clothes off, like that was her thing. And I appreciate her that much for that. So thank you for your time, Mr. Raven Shadow, and uh, we'll be seeing you. Uh, well, by the time this airs, it will have already happened, but we'll be seeing you guys uh, later tonight at the Cove Music Hall. Bombaleo. Thank you very much, Mr. Raven Shadow. We are going to move on to our next guest. Don't know who that is yet, but we will track them down and make them answer our questions. So we are here now. We've already in- interviewed Joanna, and now we're here with Jeremy. And uh, Jeremy, you have uh, something that you do uh, pretty much bi-weekly. What, do you, what is it that you do? I do a show called Sonic Age Media. And... Uh, <laughs> Can you give us a little more uh, elaboration? Because <laughs> uh, you know, we don't even know what kind of show that is. I'm nervous, man. Sorry. No, don't be nervous. Don't be nervous. There's just hundreds of people watching you. Yeah. Uh, so we do comic. We do comic. We do a comic book show. We do a movie show. We do uh, an album show. We try to find some sort of uh, theme between all three. It doesn't happen all the time, but sometimes we can do it and uh, talk about that every 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 other week. And it's a high-quality show. Like, you definitely need to, to, to check this show out if you haven't. Uh, we've, we've talked about these guys multiple times. And Jeremy actually does Agent Nicole's theme song, uh, so you know he's extremely talented. Oh, hold on. Nicole wants to say something. Yes, because you're hogging the mic too much. Um, to Mr. Jeremy McFarlane, you're the best, and thank you so much for the awesome theme song. I can't thank you enough. Yeah, it is, it is pretty goddamn awesome, I will say that. Um, so, Jeremy, the question uh, of the day is, who is your favorite lady of horror? It could be an actress or it could be a character. Uh, in your opinion, who is your favorite? I know, that's a deep question, and I just sprung that on you. You had no idea I was going to ask you this. Yeah, what do you think? It's probably just because Dr. Peterson. That's fair. That's fair. I've been living for a long time. All right, so Cassandra Peterson, favorite favorite lady of horror. Excellent. Um, we are going to go find some more people, and we are going to continue uh, interviewing and doing some super fun stuff. And I don't know, we'll uh, hopefully we get a good show out of this because I think it's going to be very uh, very different from our normal uh, semi-scripted shows. So instead of that, we're going to be running around asking random people, some that we know, some that we don't know. So. All right, let me pause this and hopefully uh, you know, we can we can get some magic of editing here. Thank you for All right, so uh, what the part I almost skipped? Uh, <laughs> Way to go, asshole! Yeah, I'm an asshole. <laughs> the part I almost skipped is uh, everybody who does an interview gets a prize. So 
we have a pink uh, jack-o'-lantern plastic bucket with uh, little slips of paper in there. Oh, and Anna. the uh, each paper has a number, and the number corresponds yeah. to a prize. So, Joanna, you were first. You can you can pick yeah, out a uh, pick out a number. See what you get. Uh, Raven Shadow, reach in, pull out a number, pull out a number. See what you get. See what you get. And uh, Jeremy, you can uh, you can also pull out a number. Let's see what kind of prizes we get here. What do we got? What do we got? Joanna, you have number fifteen. What is what is number fifteen? Number fifteen. What did you win? You won a cute but deadly magnet set. Oh, that's my favorite. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a bunch of like these weird characters that I've never seen before. Yeah, Nicole, hold on to this while I get yeah. surprises. Actually, I can ask Chris McGivens. Oh, sorry. Okay, oh, did did I break that? You didn't break it. It's good. It's good. <laughs> All right. Well, we have Chris McGivens. How are you doing? I'm doing well. What are you doing? Well, so we're going around the convention of Rock and Jack, and we're asking various people, you won women of horror. That's our what our topic for the month. Who is your favorite woman of horror? It can be an actress, a character. Which you already have. Your spectrum is all over. Where are you for? is a very strong female character. Uh, she was very much kind of the Ripley of the Living Dead movies. She kicked some ass and uh, took names, fired Seven machine guns. Uh, she really didn't take no shit from the and uh, was a very human character. So I think, yeah. Really? That's awesome. So what is the rest of your plans for Rock and Shock this year? I'm wandering. I'm happy wander. Nice. All right. Well, thank you so much for uh, joining in, and hopefully one of these days you can be a guest on our show. It's a great book. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. 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 All right. So people. Oh, I will. Wait. We're gonna. You have to. Oh, wait. You already got a uh, prize already. Gotta get that for you. No, he's got a special prize. Oh. No, Chris. This has to be authentic. Oh. Never mind. Just kidding. <laughs> Doing everything for a podcast. Favorite woman in horror. So, All right. Chris. Yes. Uh, Hi. Hi, Chris. How are you? Great. Chris, draw your number. Yeah. Uh, How you doing? Doing great. So, we're asking various people of the con this year their favorite woman of horror. It could be an actress, a character. Who's your favorite woman of horror? Heather Because it was the, she was in the first horror movie I saw on Memory Elm Street. Yeah, that's an awesome one. How about you? Definitely Fran from Dawn of the Dead. Um, she totally told those guys, hey, look, don't treat me like y'all's dead mother. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> don't go away. We have prizes to give to you guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Reach into the bucket. Reach into Mike's bike. <laughs> he went deep into that bucket. 18. 18. Hey, I see Uncle Polly from the Unchained Podcast. Come over here, Uncle Polly. Come on. Come on over. Hello. What's up? How you doing, Uncle Polly? I'm good. You doing good? I have a question for you. Are you ready to answer that question? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Who's your favorite woman of horror? It could be an actress, a character. Tell me your favorite woman of horror. Uh... Or woman of horror video games. I know you are the video game horror video games. Okay, okay. Horror video games. I'll, I'll do horror video games. I I know I know what you like. Come on. Jill Valentine from Resident Evil. Yes. Oh my God! Absolutely. Yes. She's, she's, she's my girl, yo. 
Resident Evil 1, 3, you know. Awesome. <laughs> Don't go away. You can get a price, so hold on. I know. I was sorry. There's too much going on. I'm overstimulated. Patrick is being a little pain in the ass. Hey, I'm 12. Hey, Patrick, 12. 12. Oh. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Polly's getting all excited over here. It's the Joker. It's Uncle Jay. <laughs> all right, so we are gonna go roam around. Do you need the Continue listening. Oh, eleven is demanding the mic. Well, I just want it so I can hit the pause button. Oh, so we that's can, probably a smart idea. Yeah, so we're gonna hit the pause button and uh, we'll be back momentarily. So we're back. We're going to try this again because I fucked it up the first time. Way to go! Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we are over here at Rough House Publishing, and we are here with Derek Rook. Uh, Derek, why don't you tell the folks at home a little bit about yourself? I'm earning my socks. You are earning socks today. That is true. Uh, so if folks are interested in what you do, where can they find you? And uh, why don't you tell them a little bit about what it is that you do do? Because you are quite talented. Well, thank you, sir. Um, well, I started Rough House Publishing uh, in uh, vacuum, basically. Um, I had a publishing company back in the early 2000s. Uh, that kind of dissipated around 2004, and uh, I actually went into corporate America for about seven years and left my art career behind. Around 2010, I decided to resurrect it, and I was looking for other publishers to work for. And I started to notice, even more so than the first time I broke into comics, how artists in general, writers, creative people, have a tendency to be last on the list. Uh, you know, all of a sudden the money runs out, all of a sudden we can't pay you, but we want to pay you in equity, we'll pay you in, in attaboys, and we'll pay you in uh, my mom's home meat pies and shit. I mean, anything but actual real American green. You yeah. Know? So, and then the other factor was too, people wanted to censor your work or kind of augment your work to, to uh, service whatever their agenda was. And I always wanted to do something that was my, my own, and I wanted it to be in an environment that was free of any kind of censorship. Not that we're an exploitative comic book company that does a whole bunch of fucked up shit that you see, which we are, uh, but we wanted the freedom to do whatever we wanted without any reprieve or without anybody uh, trying to change the animal, if you will. So that's how Rough House Publishing was born, and uh, we do individual uh, works from some of our other artists that are creating own, and we also do uh, resurrection projects is what we call them where we take old comic book properties a lot of them lately have been from the 80s stuff that I grew up uh, admiring uh, with artists that I admired that got me into the business in the first place and uh, we resurrect some old dead properties that, that don't exist anymore to a brand new audience and we're delivering those to a brand new audience this weekend excellent yeah, that's awesome yeah so we have uh we have one question that we've been asking folks, and uh, I know you said you really want to earn those socks, so this is a pretty, <laughs> it's a pretty straightforward question, but uh, it does require yeah, some thought. Yeah, no problem. Uh, who is your favorite lady of horror? It could be an actress, it could be a character. Who is your favorite? Wow, that is kind of a tough question. Um, well, the, the true answer, and I'm not even being, I'm not even pandering when I say this, the, my true uh, favorite lady of horror is actually to my right, Sarah Michelle over here. 
Um, we met at this very convention back in 2011. Uh, she was a model actress at the time. Uh, she was doing a lot of horror-based stuff at the time, and uh, we're just two peas in a pod. We do this together every year. Uh, she actually works uh, with uh, sales and promotions. So if, if that's the real answer to the real question, that's it. If you're talking about people that are, uh, you know, people that would be here as celebrity guests, I would probably say. Yeah, it's not an easy question. You might want to shut that off and then turn it back on. Yeah. <laughs> it might be a long thing. Yeah. Um, uh, let me see. Yeah, it's not easy. I mean, there's a lot to choose from. Some folks, they just know right away. Other folks, you know. Because some of them I'm remembering in my head, but I don't know their their real names. I just know them from the movies that they were in. Uh, the the go-to for for me, the the initial thing that pops in my head is Caroline Monroe. Okay. Um, but it actually goes back further than that. I would probably say either Michelle Bauer, who uh, she was in uh, the uh, Hollywood Chainsaw Hookers back in the '80s with Gunnar Hansen. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe Betty Desi from the Bronx Warriors. Okay. I'm gonna put her on. I'm gonna put it on Betty Desi. She was. Um, I forget her name in the movie, but she was in the Bronx Warriors in 1983, I believe that movie came out. Awesome. Yeah. Well, as we have been doing with other folks here. Uh, Everyone who answers questions gets a prize, and of course, uh, we discussed this uh, I have my chocolate pudding. yesterday. <laughs> that uh, we knew what kind of prize you wanted to get. Oh, shit. There you, go. you have the awesome Kill Bill socks, and uh, I got my socks. Oh my goodness, are these Harry Potter socks? Those are Harry Potter yeah. socks. Do you, do you know how happy you just made this yes. woman? Yes, I do. Sarah. Oh. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. I hope that that audio made it. Yes, yeah, I, I'm glad you guys uh, are going, going to enjoy your socks, so. Seriously. Yeah. You saved me a trip to, to Walmart. Well, I'm glad. Anytime you don't have to go to Walmart is a good day. That, that is true. Derek, yeah. thank you. at Walmart, people like you that are dressed up right now are there every single day. That's true, that's true. Well, thank you very much for the interview. We appreciate it. And, uh, you know, good luck at the booth. On yours, uh, I think we would have a lot of fun. You guys may have to keep me in line because I have a tendency to wander all over the place. Oh, not a problem. But that's how you, I am. Thank you so much for taking the time with us. Absolutely. Thank you for your interest, and I uh, hope you guys have a wonderful time. Thank you. All right. So we are here still at Rock and Truck, walking around, interviewing folks. And uh, what is your name, fine sir? Nick Rodolosi. And Nick, uh, we've actually met before. Yes. And uh, so. I can tell by your shirt, folks at home can't see, but I can tell by your shirt you are a huge horror fan. Uh, why don't you tell us about your favorite lady of horror? I'd have to say Linnea Quigley. Yes, yeah, been a fan for many years. Sorry, I'm pulling the microphone away at the wrong time. Uh, what is uh, your favorite Linnea Quigley role? I'd have to say Return of the Living Dead. I, uh, I, I concur. Night of, the Demon, Night of the Demons comes in a close second. Yeah. Again, I concur. Yes. Good taste. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, you are you are not the first one to uh, suggest Linnea Quigley. Uh, so clearly, you know, a lot of folks have good taste around here. Yeah, and she's she's really amazing and sweet in person too. I've met her several times, and she's really sweet, really kind. Yeah, got a big tattoo of her on my leg, and I nice. love her. 
She's my girl. See, that's dedication. Like, I only have one tattoo, and it's of a pumpkin. And I don't even like pumpkins all that much. So, you know, it's definitely good that you have a tattoo of something that you're passionate about. Uh, I wish this was video, because, you know, we could show your awesome shirt. You know, the Linnea Quigley horror workout. Yeah. And I could drop trowel and show my tattoo, you know? We would get so many more viewers and listeners. Yes. Or would you? Hey, you know, we'll do whatever we can for ratings. Well... Uh, as I said, uh, you get to reach into the bucket right. and you pick out a number, and that number corresponds to a prize that is in the prize box. All right. So let's see what number you got. Number Lucky 13. 13. Ooh, so let's see, what does number 13 Ooh. correspond to? I can't it. Oh, you're holding it, you got it upside down. <laughs> <laughs> We've all done that like three times. All right, so. Where's the list? Where is the paper? That's not it. Hold on. Ah, all right. I have my list with the uh, what the prizes are. All right. So number 13, uh, you actually get... Where is it? I left it in my bag right around the corner. I have to get it. It's uh, actually... Uh, Anticipation's killing it's, me. I uh, see walking, walking Dead Soap on a Rope. It's actually a collection of ears, uh, like what Daryl used to do at the beginning. So let me go grab that, because it's actually right around the corner. And uh, thank you very much for uh, joining us for this interview today. Thank you. Thank you for a lovely prize. All right, and we are still at Rock and Shock today, and we found another guest to talk to, and it's from the Unchained podcast. Mr. Bobby Chains, how you doing today? Oh my George, the guest with the best. It is Bobby Chains, aka beautiful Bobby McChainsy, aka the beautiful one, aka get your AKs aimed straight at my dome. Yo, what do you want to talk about? Well, first of all, are you Team Agent Nicole or Team Patsy? I am. Uh, Think very hard about this. <laughs> I'm actually Team Ashes, to be honest. Oh, but, that's because you're trying to butter her up after you called her something greasy. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. I butter the greasy biscuits. Uh, <laughs> I do that from time to time. Uh, what do you want to talk about here at Rock Chuck? Okay, so we've been walking around talking to several awesome people, especially Uncle Polly, uh, about women of horror. That's our topic for the month. So who's your favorite woman of horror? It could be an actress, could be a well, We already character. know who it is. My favorite woman of horror is actually a man woman of horror, which would be... Uh, Felissa Rose. <laughs> no, well, she's not. A, well, I'm talking about the, the character of uh, of Angela in Sleepaway Camp. She had a penis. I have a penis, so we have a lot in common. Will we you guys can, touch your tips together? Uh, you know, the the night is still in diapers, so we could do a lot of things. But you know, touching tips. That that's a little bit more money that I, that that I'm willing to pay, and she ain't even hand. That sucks. Well, no, that blows. <laughs> now we're back. Uh, we 
hope you enjoyed those interviews as much as we enjoyed giving them. It was them. a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun walking around just as a 12-year-old boy asking people, you know, <laughs> asking people fun. questions and uh, giving them prizes and stuff. That, I, was, that I, was a lot of fun. I had fun in my uh, pink Nana Moo dress. Uh, Nana Moo Moo! I, uh, it was breezy. Easy breezy. We, uh, we actually ended up walking from... Uh, the parking garage we took a uh, we walked to the cove music hall uh because by the time we were going to get there there would be no places to park so we we took a walk it was a short walk maybe 10 15 minutes and uh yeah it was very breezy it was about 32 35 degrees uh and uh i think i got you know you know some some wind blown uh did you, say, did you get wind blown in places you've never been wind blown before? Well, you know, wind blown. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, you set yourself up for that one. Yes. Uh, it wasn't until after I said it that I realized, oh fuck, I'm just completely setting myself up for yes, yes. I, I realized you I put that did. one up on yes. the tee, yes. and I just hit it into yep. the gap in left center. Yeah, yeah. Funny story though. So uh, Patrick went to sit down wearing the dress, and he didn't realize that you had to pull the dress down in the back before you sat down. So that was fun. Oh, I almost jumped up off the seat. I was like, ooh, that was cold because I'm not used to feeling like cold chair on the back of my thighs so that was fun that was a different uh experience um agent nicole was running around giving people chocolate pudding she was she gave uh she had a snack pack i had my uh box of egos which was heavy as hell because for some reason somebody decided to fill it with plastic bags like jesus christ couldn't just left it hollow you had to fill it with heavy ass plastic bags oh my god shut up Uh, i did get a pretty good workout carrying that thing around though that was good so, uh, we are going to close this out instead of doing a wine fair. Actually, we did have a, a very special wine this weekend. Why don't you tell the folks about the uh, awesome wine that we got and where it's from? Okay, well, I, I, I wish I had had a little bit of uh, warning for this so I could uh, do a little on more Facebook, preparation. We went back and forth with a lot of people about the, the Von Nightmare Wine Podcast. So I thought you knew that this was coming. <laughs> I would assume. Especially I, 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 did, I did not realize we were going to have a Von Nightmare Vineyard section of this podcast oh my today. God. Um, so anyways, yes, I we recently picked up and partaked, uh, partaked, partook. Partooked. <laughs> Partooken. <laughs> we recently drank some really delicious wine. Uh, it's called Werewolf Wine. It has this amazing graphic of a werewolf on, on the, 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 the label on the bottle. And a holographic um, red it, thing. It, it, oh. it, And that's what it's called. It's called Werewolf. Um, no other name to it, just, just Werewolf. Uh, it was a Cabernet Sauvignon, um, and it was a, it was really good. We bought it for like $8 uh, for the bottle, normal size bottle. Um, saw the picture, was like, hey, this looks cool. Let's try it. Uh, so the really cool thing about it is it's made in Romania. So it is made and bottled in Romania, Transylvania to be exact. So big up. Um, anyways, and then it's imported uh, by a um, distributor out of located out of New York. So uh, it, it's... It was really good. It was really good. Um, I, 
gives new meaning to the term hair of the dog that bit you. Ha-ha, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I recommend it. Go out and buy it. It's super cheap. Um, if you like a, a red wine, uh, you know, Cabernets aren't super dry. They aren't super sweet. Uh, this one in particular was definitely very nice. It had, you know... Um, it's very smooth. Uh, not not much of a, not much of a bite to this werewolf wine. Uh, but it was it was delicious and it was very festive for this holiday season. So if you're interested, I definitely recommend it. It's called Werewolf Wine. It has a big picture, a fantastic graphic of a werewolf on the front, and it's delicious. So I recommend it. Go try it. All right, and so. That's just about it. However, we didn't get to your favorite woman of horror. My my favorite woman so of horror. So we need to know this. Uh, um, so I, I think I think I think I'm gonna pull a Dynamo Mars. Oh, you gonna go with a tie? It's go well. It's not going to be just one tie. Uh-oh. It's going to be a three-way tie. Uh oh. Yeah. Um, one uh, being Sherry Moon Zombie. Okay. Who we just recently spoke about um, our most previous episode, last week's episode. Um, so I'm not going to go into much detail on her because you know we just we just talked about her. Uh, but yeah, so Sherry Moon, um, Angelica Houston. Ooh, good pick, good pick. Um, from not a lot only, of stuff. not only, yeah, not only you know in particular from her work with the Adams family, but if you have not seen The Witches. You need to get on that. Her character in The Witches is just fantastic. She is so... uh, The Witches is based off of a Roald Dahl book. um, And it's just... It's freaky as fuck. And it's just fun and exciting and scary and creepy. And her character is just all of the above. She is just phenomenal. Um, And lastly, Winona Ryder. Oh, yeah. Uh, She has had an amazing comeback with Stranger Things. I think that her portrayal of that specific character was just absolutely wonderful. Um, I love her work in, like, the the 80s, uh, Beetlejuice, obviously. And one of my favorite movies, uh, which is Heathers. And I know some people don't consider Heathers to be kind of like a horror movie, but at the same time, it kind of, sort of kind of can. You can see it. You can, you know, yeah, exactly. Um, And I do, I do make that argument. So, um, yeah, Sherry Moon, Angelica Houston, and Winona Ryder. Excellent. So I think that's gonna go ahead and wrap it up. Yeah, we have some uh, we have some more convention to partake of. We're gonna and, go uh, uh, see if to... we can find Nicole in the uh, underground, upside down, uh, underground. The underground. Yeah, we have to go see how her spankings are going. Flip flop, flubity flop. <laughs> I, I need to go spend some more money. Yeah. Well, all right. So, so that's gonna go ahead and do it. Yeah. And, so uh, thank you for tuning in this week, and uh, uh, we will we'll see, see you, you next, next Thursday. Thursday.